Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into the early line. Live right here on SportsGrid on a Thursday morning. I am Kevin Walsh, joined, of course... By Donnie Wrightside, DRS, how you feeling? Thursday, exciting night in the NBA. And last night, Kevin, a profitable night in the NBA. And there were some big, mm-hmm. excuse me, some big time storylines that we're going to get to. They really are huge performances and maybe an impending coaching change. Let's start it off, though, with the bigs in Philly. Joel Embiid with a phenomenal performance against the Orlando Magic. The Sixers win 123-110, to covering a big-time spread in large part to Joel Embiid, Donnie, giving them 50 points, 12 rebounds in 27 minutes of action. Impressive. And also, you know what else was impressive while we were doing the show here on In Play Sports tonight? Saying, man, Sixers down 10 points at the breaks. What's what's given here? Well, you know what was given? Magic's defense in the third quarter here, Kevin, giving up 47 points to the Philadelphia 76ers and Joel Embiid in incredible, basically, two quarters of work. The first quarter and the third quarter. 50 points, 12 rebounds off the Sixers go with the easy victory over the Orlando Magic. Donnie mentions that third quarter there. Orlando scored 23. Joel Embiid scored 23 in that quarter. Mm. One of the finest performances of the season. Then it was basically replicated in the night game. The Denver Nuggets MVP, Nikola Jokic, with an outrageous 49 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 dimes in an overtime win against the Los Angeles Clippers. Donnie, I know that a lot of people feel like this is, you know, a league that turned away from the bigs. These two are the exception, and be dominant early and Jokic dominant late. Yeah, Jokic seems to be always, it's almost like you take it with a, a grain of salt, too. Like, what did Embiid go for? I went for 50 last night. You know, what did Jokic go for? 49? Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Oh, yeah, put a yeah, triple-double <laughs> down, down on that, right? 14, excuse me, 49, 14, yeah. and 10. An absolutely outrageous performance. But when these guys are this good, we call it like the Giannis scenario, right? Hey, what did Giannis do last night? I don't know, like, you know, 42 points. Yeah, it sounds about right. These guys are so good, we mm-hmm. expect it on a night-to-night basis. It's incredible here. But the return of the Mac? No, the return of the big man in the NBA. Just to Donnie's point also, Giannis in a game that doesn't hit the top headlines, yeah. 33, 15, and 7. Like That's yep. just what – yeah. it's, it's a good point by DRS, uh, and that's why we're going to reset the MVP odds board with a lot uh, of interesting movement around that. Steph, maybe Donnie, people hot on his uh, heels. We'll get there in time, though. The Brooklyn Nets hold off the Washington Wizards, 119-118. This was a pick game here, so maybe you grab the Washington plus one and saved your night. The game 
game certainly flies over the number with a big night from Kyrie Irving, DRS, 30 points in that Nets victory. Yeah, no shame in his game last night. 23 shots he put up out with James Harden, 21 shots he put up. So Kevin Durant out of the game, and you say to myself, hey, the other big two is out there, and they're going to get going. And they did 30 points and 18 points, barely pulling out a victory here. But as we like to say, Kevin, scoring looks like it's back in the NBA. 119-118, love to see that. Yeah, it was wonderful. We were looking around the league. Obviously, that game against Atlanta and Minnesota brought all of the good vibes. The night game between Detroit and Sacramento into the 260s. One game, though, that was low scoring. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Lakers, Pacers. L.A. musters up an impressive 104 points as they lose to the Indiana Pacers, 111-104. The Indiana Pacers with just three road victories walking into this game. The Indiana Pacers, who do not have Miles Turner. The Indiana Pacers, who have told all of their good players, you will soon be traded. And the Los Angeles Lakers, who have a coach that's on the hot seat and a supposed superstar who needs to put forward good performances of course they blow any momentum they had after beating the utah jazz the radio audience enters the fold appreciate all those tuned in to the early line on sports grid radio on a thursday morning kevin walsh and donnie right side here as donnie the lakers have the least surprising yeah just i knew this was going to happen they're a five-point favorite they lose to the pacers Yep, change is coming here. We always like to say LeBron James usage rate and keep playing him. Not a good look for the MVP candidate last night, Kevin. A minus 20. So basically, if LeBron James didn't play last night, do the Lakers win? Not a good look for King James. I got to say, if you're trying to figure out, hey, if Frank Vogel's doing a good job, somehow your best player is a minus 20. Probably not doing a good job. Moving forward, though, Derek Henry? Looks like he could be back. Donnie passes the practice test there, getting involved, a little more contact here, perhaps all signs pointing to the King returning on Saturday. Yes, it does. And as we usually look towards the weekend, or like we like to say, Kevin, the Friday practice report, which tells us the most, well, mm -hmm. they, excuse me, technically Thursday is the new Friday because Saturday is the new Sunday here for the top overall mm -hmm. seed at Tennessee Titans. And if he goes through practice today and gets that clean bill of health, there are no restrictions. Do we see 20 touches from King Henry? Ooh, that will be interesting. Mm. In hour number two, Donnie and I will be talking about the divisional yardage leaders. Derrick Henry is a ridiculous yeah, favorite crazy. in that rushing market. We'll break it all down. A couple of big results from the college basketball world. We saw Bama get a big-time victory against LSU, 70-67, even though they did not cover. And how about a Marquette upset on the road against Villanova, DRS, 57-54? Yeah, some crazy things going on there, and you're right. You take a look at that Bama game. Hey, easy cover by Alabama over LSU. Not the case. They came back and almost tied the game up late, and then you take a look at Marquette and Villanova. Villanova with a lead in the second half, not able to hold on, and a late three-ball by Marquette downs the Wildcats. College basketball season continuing to heat up. Auburn stayed hot. Kentucky with a comeback victory against Texas A&M. We go back to the NBA after a quick break here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Donald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back right here on the early line. Talking a little NBA this Thursday morning. And we're going to start in Los Angeles because the Los Angeles Lakers played a game last night as a five-point favorite, and yet the result is all too predictable for the way their season has gone. They send out the tweet, or LeBron sends out the tweet, that they need to play better. And they go out there and beat the Utah Jazz as a dog. And it is by far and away their best win of the season, a comeback victory, some genuine momentum, and the opportunity to roll that over once again against a Pacers team that is floundering and is on the West Coast now. And unsurprisingly, the Lakers hand it right back. There's a lot of fallout here from the head coach as well as Russell Westbrook. But, Donnie, I'll just throw to you your initial reaction when you saw the box score here in the morning. Uh, my initial reaction is I loved it. Why? Because Sabonis went nuts with a triple-double and easily got over his 38-and-a-half-point <laughs> prop. But outside of that, you're looking down the list and you're saying to yourself, because, you know, coming into the game, we're saying the, Indian, the uh, Pacers coming to L.A., play the Clippers, stay in L.A., play the mm -hmm. Lakers, then get out of town and have a back-to-back, -back, which we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show tonight when they head up to play Golden State. But it was just interesting to me because you're also looking at the Pacers, Kevin. Coming into this game, this wasn't, ooh, they're hot or they're playing well. This was a 3-17 and 17 road team that's basically playing out the string this year, and players on that team are waiting to go to different cities where they might be in the playoff hunt, might not, or just be playing for their next mm -hmm. contract at this point. So the Lakers come back, and it's, this should be one of the easy ones. Like, let's build on this year. You know, it looks like we have a couple of easy opponents that we can knock down a row and get those good vibes going. It was all shattered last night. 22 and 23 now on the season, and something has to change. And the worst-case scenario, Kevin, for the Los Angeles Lakers right now, as you look down the list, LeBron with his typical 30, but it's kind of interesting that he was a minus 20. Russell Westbrook not playing down the stretch. But it's the fact that the organization is putting out, like, game-to-game, -game, you know, back-channel reporting mm -hmm. out to the reporters. Hey, uh, nope, no change yet. For That just basically means, like, we're going to make this change, but we're trying to get the paperwork together and, you know, fire him in the right way and make sure we catch him on the tarmac as opposed yeah. to letting him get on the plane. Doesn't it sound like that right now where the organization is basically saying, like, no, we don't have any changes here. Instead, if you weren't going to make changes, hey, what, Frank Vogel – Look, he's going to be here the whole year. We're not firing the guy, and it would stop. But the fact of the matter is, it's like they're on a wait-and-see approach as if the coach is the actual issue with the team here. 
Remember, Don, how we used to joke about the Urban Meyer situation? He was like, hold on a minute. You fired me before the Jet game? I was just about to get a, yeah. a win. I was just going to turn this thing around, right? Like, the next game that the Lakers are going to play is at Orlando, right? Yeah. So Vogel might say, oh, man, I could have beat Orlando. But then, Donnie, at Miami, at Brooklyn, at Philly, at Charlotte, at Atlanta, uh-oh, he's getting fired soon. I mean, this is the reality of this Laker team because the consistency has not been there. Despite the fact that LeBron is out there on his way to probably winning a scoring title in his 19th season in the NBA. But here's the thing, Donnie, with the Frank Vogel situation, and this is where it's always been difficult when it comes to these LeBron teams, is this, you know, it, kind of the who blames what and who decides what, all right? But here's the thing, DRS. They beat the Jazz. Why? Well, Stanley Johnson went absolutely berserk, basically played the entire fourth quarter and was a game best plus 18. Donnie, how did Stanley Johnson see his minutes doubled by Carmelo Anthony, who just returned off of injury? How is Stanley Johnson, who's actually been great for them, not crack a starting lineup? How is Malik Monk, Donnie, now coming off of the bench for Avery Bradley? What about Austin Reeves? Who, again, pathetically, the undrafted rookie out of Oklahoma, who's been like their fourth best player this season. The rotations make no sense, and the roster makes no sense. The way, and I don't mean the, I mean the way that they're putting forward these guys on a game-to-game -game basis makes no sense. And the thing, Donnie, is sometimes you lose kind of control of a locker room or whatever it might be. But the other thing that I think works against Frank Vogel is we've seen a LeBron team fire a coach midseason and it work. Anybody say that David Blatt being fired was a big-time mistake for the Lakers? Where's David Blatt? No one's even tried to hire David Blatt. I still can't believe that guy got to coach LeBron James for more than one game, much less more than one season. Ty Lue, all of a sudden, Don, is one of the more respected head coaches in the league. David Fisdale at least comes with a little bit of mojo, who I would anticipate would be the guy if Frank Vogel's moved on from. And again, Donnie, we're talking about, to me, the inevitable here. Frank Vogel is eventually going to be fired because, as you said, we don't get this far if that's not going to be the end result. No, you're right about that. And also, are we too far apart, you know, past the point of no return for the Los Angeles Lakers here where it's like, hey, let's just get healthy. And when AD comes back, this is going to be a great basketball team. You're not getting that vibes here because that whole veteran experienced bench that you had, can they hold up? You know, Melo, you're right, comes back from that back injury and it flares up. And can you trust him for the rest of the season? Is AD going to come back to be the player that we thought? As Charles Barkley say, Mr. Shriek close out there. What's going to come back for a game or two? And, and his knee flares up or a shoulder injury or something like that. But I don't know if just a coaching change is going to make all that big of a difference. And also, you know, how many times do we take a look at veteran presences and veteran teams here? They have a decent season, but at the trade deadline, they latch onto a veteran who gets bought out from another franchise. You bring him in here. Is that going to be enough? to get the Lakers over the top. This is a tough Western Conference. And if the Los Angeles Lakers, again, this would be a completely different season if the roles were reversed. And what I mean by that is, let's just say AD was the healthy one, but LeBron James has been out for four to six weeks, and you're saying, like, look, 
when LeBron comes back, everything's going to be okay. Because in the past, some of these teams, which LeBron had half the talent of what he has right now with the Lakers, as long as he was out there, they were one of the best teams in the conference and or the NBA. And it's kind of interesting where LeBron is playing 37 minutes like he did last night, dropping 30 points mm-hmm. in a game, 12 rebounds, and they weren't even the best team on the court with an Indiana Pacers team that they should have blown away. Now, the other story coming out of this game is the final four minutes did not feature Russell Westbrook, who was benched in this game. They asked Frank Vogel about the decision, and he said, I was trying to put forward the best players that I thought would give us a chance to win the game. That's not a ringing endorsement of Russell Westbrook. Reports coming out from ESPN that the Lakers have been contemplating benching Russell Westbrook in late-game situations for weeks now, but trying to not mess with his mental psyche. Russell Westbrook into the locker room before the game clock hit zero. Russell Westbrook gone from the locker room before any team conversations were actually had. Russell Westbrook clearly not handling this very well. Donnie, Russell Westbrook shot four of six from three last night and was five of 17 for the game. He shot one of 11 from two. Here's the reality, Donnie. Russell West, and I've always said I want I would I was curious what Russ plus LeBron would look like. Found the answer, bad. Russ stinks. He's bad at shooting, he's bad at driving, he's bad at defense. He's a good passer and that's it. That's not enough to justify the salary and everything else that comes with Russell Westbrook being on this team. The only interesting thing, Donnie, is would there be enough push to actually trade a player like Russell Westbrook off this team. Now, this is something that I think you would need a LeBron James approval on, but I'll tell you this, Donnie, it's going to start with doing something like benching him for the final four minutes and saying, we got a better chance if I put Austin Reeves on the court. No, you're right. And and can you do this? Because again, superstars run the NBA, Kevin, as we know. There's so many, so much talk around Russell Westbrook and saying like, well, why don't you just not make him a starter? When LeBron James and the starters come out, let Russ just go wild out there, try to dunk basketballs, throw it off the backboard, shoot as many times as you want. Then when the game gets back underway, as we like to say, where the starters come in after their breather, he goes back to the bench. But you can't do that. The payrolls are too big. The superstars have too much control. But also, if you're moving on from Russ, it's not as if like, ooh, we're, we're going to get like Bradley Beal back if we go one-on-one and trade him for Russ. Russ doesn't have very much around the league that he holds with getting back players that can help you win now. It's more of take this guy and we'll throw in another player just so you can take this guy. Tough situation for the Lakers here with Westbrook. I don't know how it gets better, Kevin. I don't. One of 11 from two. One of 11 from two. We'll talk about good players next here on the Earth. Ugh. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. 
Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back right here on the early line. Let's take a look at some of the big performances from the last night in the NBA. Some of the stars really, really poured it on last night. And this updated NBA MVP board right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook, we've got Steph Curry as the favorite. But as I've alluded to on this show many of times, that number is going to keep coming backwards, and it has. At one point, as high as plus 115, getting closer and closer to that $2 mark. And by the way, this is with the second-choice Kevin Durant going from plus 200 to 24-1 to 1 due to his big-time injury. But if you look at the big five right now. DeMar had a 30-plus point performance for the Bulls, and LeBron's playing great, but the Lakers are not, so it's going to be tough to kind of justify him. Steph plus 180, Giannis plus 360, the reigning MVP, Jokic, is 5-1, to one and B plus 850, and Ja Morant is 14-1. to one. Donnie, we just saw Giannis and Ja go head-to-head -head there. The interesting thing is they're kind of in this position of the new versus the old. And not that Giannis is old, but he's won this award multiple times already. And we know that repeating is not an easy thing to do. When you line up the odds, Donnie, for Giannis sat there at that plus 360 number, having another phenomenal season, and John Morant checking in DRS in that 14 to 1 range. Do either of those numbers jump off of the page to you? It's crazy that Giannis is a plus 360 because if you could probably look down to the future here and say, you know, what's going to make sense throughout the rest of the regular season, it's the Bucks mm -hmm. probably being close to a top overall seed. Who is their best player? It's Giannis every single night, Kevin. But the same conversation always continues to come up. It's almost not fair that these guys are so good and what you stand on the court night to night, you get used to it. And it's a shame because mm -hmm. you look at Giannis at plus 360 and we said, you don't blink an eye. 35, 9, and 7. Yeah, that's about what he does. Are you kidding me? Imagine if he does that every single night or a guy who's not used to doing it. We say, wow, did you see the night that this guy had? No, but we expect it. Jokic, plus 500 here to win it. Back to back. What does he have to do? Have a better year than last year? Hey, how about a triple-double with 49 points? Yeah, that sounds about right. What do you mean he sounds about right? It's one of the best performances <laughs> that you're going to see this year overall. So when we take a look, it's almost like, Kevin, predetermined. Because Steph Curry, what he did to start the season was amazing. Five, three, or excuse me, five, three-pointers, six, seven, eight, nine per game. And then he sort of cools off. And usually these markets fluctuate so much going, hey, this guy had three straight games that were just below average to average. He's going to get knocked down. Steph has held that position throughout the entire season. So it's almost like you're saying, like, all right, so Steph Curry not having those highlight performance games and is still the MVP candidate because the one thing that you do know, Kevin, as we sit here in late January, there are going to be games in February and March where he goes ballistic, like 10 or 15 from three. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's going to be enough to keep him in that MVP race. But if we're looking just at that top five, Curry, Antetokounmpo, Jokic, Embiid, and Morant, it just feels to me the numbers are a little bit off where it's saying like, 
Curry's the best player, we still think, even though he's not having those banner performances like Giannis and Embiid and John Moran on a night-to-night basis. But he is going to have that. And if he holds that lead, Kevin, that looks good for his MVP chances here. Here's the reality. The records matter a ton. You might be tuning in right now and saying, man, I'm telling you right now, look at the advanced numbers. They matter, okay? But last night, I was watching a program talking MVP, and someone said that if they had to vote today, they'd give it a Chris Paul. It's outrageous. Chris Paul's not the MVP. (laughs) He might not even be the MVP on his team, but the Suns have the best record in the NBA. So that is the big thing for Steph Curry and that Golden State Warriors team right now. But I do wonder if we talk, and it was one of my favorite points that Donnie made because it was one of those things I heard and snapped right away is what happens if the New England Patriots blow the AFC East? And the second they did, Belichick's odds for coach of the year completely evaporated here. The Dubs looked like they were going to run away, best team in the NBA, and then not be the best team in the Western Conference. Maybe not even the second best team in the Western Conference, depending what Memphis can do. But I also think that matters a lot for a Ja Morant because at the end of the day, while Ja is ascending, you are talking about the absolute best players in this sport in Steph, Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid that sit in front of him. And that's not an easy thing to do. But I will say, Donnie, I find Giannis to be very live in the award because if you look right now, Two games back off the number one spot, the Eastern Conference. In, now, but he is the four seed. However, Brooklyn obviously banged up. The Chicago Bulls obviously banged up. Can they be two games better than the Miami Heat the rest of the way? Absolutely so. And that will put some legitimate meat on the bone there for that Giannis plus 360 price. The Jokic thing, though, Donnie, is very difficult to navigate. I'll be honest. I'm very protective over who I say the best player in the NBA is because people have thrown that notion around for far too long. But impeccably, without me even saying his name, they pop up the Nikola Jokic graphic because, Donnie, he might just be the best player in the NBA. And I don't need to see him go to the finals or win an NBA championship because, Donnie, what Nikola Jokic is doing is similar to a lot of the things that we've seen. And we're talking about peak prime LeBron James carrying, carrying, carrying. He is seventh in the NBA in scoring, second in the NBA in rebounds, and ninth in the NBA in assists. He does everything. He leads in every advanced statistical category that you could imagine. And by the way, Donnie, he's actually turned into a legitimately really good defender because he has phenomenal hands and vision and is always getting deflections, whether it be blocks or steals and getting into passing lanes here. The difficult thing on Nikola Jokic, Donnie, is can he repeat without being a top four seed in the Western Conference? I, I don't think so. And to again, to repeat here, when you look at the season that he had, it was outrageously great. So how do you improve on that? Because you you look from season to season, we always talk about it even in the NFL, like, hey, I threw 50 touchdowns last year. I'm the MVP. Mm -hmm. The next year you threw 49. (laughs) Ha-ha. just wasn't good enough. What do you mean? I I still (laughs) led the league in touchdown passes, but no, you had 50 last year. We needed you to get to that 55 or 56. So when you win the MVP, Mm -hmm. how crazy it sounds, you have to actually usually have a better year the next year. And we talk about the MVP race because we know Jokic is a great basketball player, and so is John Morant. Again, equating it to another sport, how many times do you see it, Kevin? A really good young left tackle in the NFL trying to be an all-pro. Had a great season. You might even say he might be the best left tackle in the game. But the fact is there's other guys that are already in line 
ahead of him that are put their dues in and get it. It's almost like you make the Pro Bowl, you make the All-Pro team based on what you did the year before that because it's usually a year in advance from when you get it. John Morant is probably going to win an NBA MVP over the length of his career, but sometimes you say it's too soon here. There's mm-hmm. other guys still waiting in the wings, Steph Curry, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid. He'll have his time, but some of these veteran stars are playing well, and they get the nod over him. So he's going to get his due. But the one thing, again, just to get back to, Nikola Jokic's performance last night. You wake up and you see the numbers, Kevin. And if you saw it from mm-hmm. anybody else on any other team who's just a good player, wow, did you see the night so-and-so had. But you see it from yeah. Jokic and you go, I don't, I, I, I don't expect it every night, but yeah, that makes sense, which is crazy with that stat line. Don, he played 41 minutes in the game they won by two and was a plus 15. Uh, Nikola Jokic is just a dominant, dominant force in this sport. And ultimately, he'll, I know this, Donnie, he's going to have the numbers. So whoever wins this award is going to have to have a big gap in terms of where they'll land within their respective conferences. But that is live for a Giannis and for a Steph Curry as well. And maybe a Joel Embiid, Donnie. 50 points in 27 minutes. You and I yesterday broke down a little bit of that game against the Orlando Magic, and we both said, this points prop surprisingly low. I don't know if they hang trap points props, DRS. They certainly didn't. The 28 and a half was blown by nearly at the nearly in the first quarter, to be honest. A 50-point performance. And the crazy thing about this, Donnie, is this is what he's been doing. I mean, not 50, sure, but Donnie, it's 30 Every single night. And it's a team that needed it. They've won 10 of their last 12. And he has 30 or better in 11 of those 12 games. Joel Embiid is playing as good of basketball, Donnie, as anybody in the NBA. He certainly is. And here's the other, you know, usually there's the the other shoe drops, as we like to say. This is why Ben Simmons hasn't been moved yet, Kevin. Can you imagine a Mm -hmm. life with the Philadelphia 76ers where how many times do you worry about Joel Embiid? Because we laugh when, you know, it's it's not funny, but the way he goes down on the court. Like, hey, goes up for a dunk and ends up in like the sixth row with his leg on one side, his foot on this side over here, his arm bent behind his back. It's like, whoa, I hope he's okay, just because the way he falls here. And what the point I'm trying to get to is we almost expect injury and usage rate to be lower for Joel Embiid because of a big man, you're just waiting for him to get to the playoffs. He can't afford that right now. Similar to the way that we talk about LeBron James getting older in his career here. Hey, maybe he doesn't need to play 38 minutes tonight. How about 30? Well, he can't do that. Why? Because the rest of his team is injured and underperforming, so he has to carry the mantle. Similar to what Joel Embiid is doing. Can you imagine right now the Sixers sitting at 26-18 and 18 overall right now? Treading water in the playoffs, going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens with Ben Simmons. What happens if Joel Embiid has missed the last two or three weeks, or even they have recovered from the COVID that he had, which he missed basically a month? If this Sixers team was hovering around 500, the city would be at a crest saying, you got to make the Ben Simmons trade. Who cares what we get back from? We need players to help us out. But Joel Embiid single-handedly holding the Sixers organization up is actually helping the trade value of Ben Simmons. It's amazing how that works. Here's the thing about Embiid, and this is the give and take, Donnie. He's played 33 of their 44 games. They're 23-10 and 10 with Joel Embiid. It's almost a 70% win rate. Basically, they would have the number one seed in the Eastern Conference if he hadn't missed action. Now, unfortunately for Embiid, this wasn't even the kind of normal, gets kind of banged up way that it happens, Donnie. It was covid COVID rocked Joel Embiid and it cost him three full weeks of action. But that is always my worry with Joel Embiid. 
Will he ultimately play enough basketball to win this award? Because the level of basketball he's playing right now certainly can justify winning this award. It is a great race. We'll close this out. Quickly mention the latest Ben Simmons rumor and then hit some hot or not around the Pittsburgh Steelers. All next right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back right here on the early lines so we'll close out this conversation around this NBA MVP updated odds board right now. There is a clear gap between John Morant, who has the fifth best odds, and then it's Kevin Durant with those sixth best odds at 24 to 1. The KD injury feels too much to overcome. DeMar DeRozan at 30 to 1, I think, would have a better chance than Durant because I don't think Durant's going to even qualify for leaderboards. LeBron, 42 to 1. The only thing I'll quickly say on LeBron, Donnie, is last year. Steph Curry made a push for this award despite the fact that the record for Golden State had them as the eighth seed in the Western Conference, but a 32-point-per-game average, the scoring title, and being Steph Curry gave him that push. If the Lakers make changes and they work, you can get value, I think, on the LeBron 42-1 to Cashing a ticket, probably not, but there's certainly a world where I can see that number start to get sliced if the Lakers turn it around. No, it does. It does. And you take a look at any sport here, Kevin, when you look at the MVP, right? You have that preseason betting, right, where it sets up. And then after the first month, there is a clear market that's set or who they think is going to be the favorite and holds on who took a lot of money. Because right now, it's like it's like different betting markets, right? You have preseason, you have the start of the season, then the middle of the season, which we're in now, which is why Steph Curry's a plus 180, not playing mm-hmm. great basketball, but still there. And then you see that final push of the last 15 games, the last 10 games, meaningful basketball 
basketball games, like when some of these teams actually match up and say, hey, this is going to go a long way in this game to determine the number one, two, or three seed, and you have a performance like Steph Curry goes, hey, I got 35 points this game, which includes me dropping nine threes, and we beat the Phoenix Suns. Those are the games that are going to matter. Similarly, in the Eastern Conference, Kevin, if you look at like Giannis, right, going head-to-head maybe with the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. and he has a monster performance, and they win, he will catapult over anybody that the Nets have. Same thing with the Denver squad here, looking at Nikola Jokic. There's a lot to be determined, but we're in that little malaise right now where we're waiting for some things to happen, and we might be a couple weeks out still. One of the things we're waiting to happen is that Ben Simmons trade. And the MVP conversation is fun, but of course the anticipation for that NBA postseason and trying to get the appropriate value in whether it's the finals market or the conference markets. The Sixers sit at 10-1 to right now to win the East. It's Brooklyn plus 135 ridiculous milwaukee's three to one and miami is plus 550 the sixers are the next choice tied with the chicago bulls at 10 to 1 we've continued to get reports nodding around potential packages now that the sixers have been given on ben simmons and they've turned down on ben simmons and the latest is a sacramento offer that would have netted the philadelphia 76ers buddy healed Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, and multiple first-round picks from Sacramento. They would have sent out Ben Simmons, Matisse Thybul, and Tobias Harris, who seemingly is, is an asset that they would like to get rid of. I look at that, Donnie. I look at the current state of the 76ers. That's a trade that makes them better. Still, though, seemingly they don't have interest in that. What's your reaction? It's interesting because it seems like these deals are getting more fever, getting a more fever pitch. So you're also taking a look at mm-hmm. bigger name players now coming in. And the one I always bring up, Kevin, on In Play Sports Night, we talked about it last night. You know, we're far removed from what are you going to get for Ben? I, I don't know. A couple protected first round picks, which were probably like 25th or higher, and Kevin Love, which is six. Like, no, we're not doing that. So now you're looking at the increased level of talent that it looks like the Sixers are trying to get back for Ben Simmons, but it still gets bound down to this. I think any trade that they make for legitimate NBA talent would make the Philadelphia 76ers a better team. Why? Because those players aren't playing yet for the Sixers. And we know Ben Simmons isn't playing for the Sixers. So if you add an influx of talent for two to three players, that's always going to help your team out. But from a standpoint where the Sixers want to make a deal that makes sense, they're not looking for, okay, on a night in February 12th, you know, if we play the Orlando Magic, That's going to really help us if we have three extra players. I get that. But when you get to the playoffs, your rotation gets shorter. And I keep bringing up the point, in the fourth quarter of an NBA playoff basketball game, do you want some good players coming off the bench, a decent starter, or do you want a guy that goes, give me the basketball. I'll close this game out, and I've done it before. That's what the Sixers are waiting for, for a return from Ben Simmons. Yeah, it's it's really going to be interesting to me because I think right now we're seeing enough smoke here to suggest that they're going to pull off a move that's going to make them better. You have to worry a little bit about could they wait too long? Maybe not, maybe so. I will say, if you right now bet the Sixers at 10-1 to 1 to win the East and trust that the deal they get back is going to be good enough, I have no issues with that. I think we're going to end up, when we get past the trade deadline here, having a really fun conversation around the state of the Sixers and the Eastern Conference as a whole. But let's shift over 
to the NFL. A conversation that Donnie and I were set to have yesterday. Just not enough time. A lot going on in the sports world. There's a big story, Donnie, around the Pittsburgh Steelers combined with a big story around Kirk Cousins. The report around the Pittsburgh Steelers is simply that every option imaginable is on the table for this team as to what they will do at the quarterback position as everybody is working under the assumption that Ben Roethlisberger has played his last game, even if word has not been official. And on top of that, Donnie, a report that came out from The Athletic that the Denver Broncos, the Carolina Panthers, and the Pittsburgh Steelers seemingly will be the teams most interested in bringing Kirk Cousins into their team. Hot or not, the Pittsburgh Steelers should trade for Kirk Cousins. I'm going to say not, but the topic is very hot. And the reason behind the topic being hot is because they need a quarterback. There's no question about it. So you can insert mm -hmm. any numerous amounts of quarterbacks here who the Pittsburgh Steelers should trade for, because I think the topic really should be, should the Pittsburgh Steelers trade for a quarterback as opposed to maybe draft a quarterback? Let's just take a look at what the Steelers have done over the past 20 years. It's been Big Ben. It's been Big Ben and nobody else. That's been their franchise guy, Hall of Fame guy, two Super Bowl championships, right off into the sunset, which he's going to do. And he probably stuck around, Kevin, an extra two to three years knowing he is a valuable commodity. Has he been sensational over the past year and a half? No, he's been downright terrible for the most part. But it just goes to show you in the NFL how hard it is to find a quarterback that's competent enough to play winning football and put you into the playoffs. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record. Why? Because he has Big Ben as his quarterback here. Now, let's take a look at what the Steelers have on the roster now. Big Ben's going to retire and go off into the sunset here. And also, you know, listen up at the end of the show here. It's going to play into this a lot. Look at what the Pittsburgh Steelers have done. Most teams put in succession plans, and usually those succession plans really upset the starting quarterback, a la Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Now, hold on. I got eight more years left. You just drafted a guy that you think is going to be the future of this. Yeah, I'm not helping this guy at all. Same thing before that when Aaron Rodgers got drafted to the Green Bay Packers and Brett Favre was there like, I can play another five to six years. Why are you wasting this pick when you could have gotten me a wide receiver? I fully understand that overall. But look at the Steelers who basically said, no, Big Ben, you're our guy. So I'm left now with Mason Rudolph who says he has a legitimate chance to be the starting quarterback. That's what the front office told him. Mm -hmm. And then the best one of the day was Dwayne Haskins answering questions in the press chat. going, yeah, I, I talked with Kevin Colbert, and I talked you know, with Mike Tomlin. They're going to give me a legitimate chance to start. There is no way, shape, or form the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to line up under center opening day with Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins back there. So trading for Kirk Cousins, would they like that? Sure they would. I don't know what the cost would actually be trading away a late-round pick and taking over would they be a better football team with Kirk Cousins than Big Ben right now absolutely would they be a better team with Kirk Cousins than having Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins absolutely trading for a quarterback is going to be a must unless Kevin they do draft one of these quarterbacks which again in a quarterback draft coming in you're seeing the top mm -hmm. 10 mock drafts come out typically it's one two four and five for all quarterbacks so you say well how's the pittsburgh Steelers going to get up that high yeah. that might not be the case this year with a couple quarterbacks so maybe the draft could be better but obviously if they get kirk cousins they're a better football team i just don't think they will do that so the interesting thing of course drs with the way the nfl operates is the fact that free agency comes first, which always can, can matter to this conversation. Now, Kirk Cousins is not a free agent, but a lot of deals will begin in March before we're ever going to find ourselves getting to that NFL draft. Kirk Cousins, it's a chance that he's off the board by the time we got to the NFL draft, but that also can depend a little bit on 
when he's moved and all of the things like that. The the dead cap situation, basically, Donnie, though, would suggest that they're going to have to move or they can move on from him at the same price before June 1, which is usually that line of demarcation. So I, Donnie, think there's a very real chance that Cousins is moved on from before we ever get to that NFL draft marker. The thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers is they draft at 20. Denver drafts at 9. The Panthers draft at 6. If you're Carolina and you love Kenny Pickett, how many teams in front of you are looking quarterback? Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston, the Jets, and the Giants. Maybe Houston? I don't know, the Giants? I like So the Carolina, Donnie, maybe they sit packed there and they don't worry about a Kirk Cousins. Denver seems to be swinging big. And I'm not sure that they want Kirk Cousins. So the intrigue, Donnie, for me around Pittsburgh is if they bring, they might be able to move first on Cousins if some other teams drag their feet waiting for some other stuff to play out. And that could be a big advantage for them. Even if I'm not the high man on Kirk Cousins, Donnie, that Mike Tomlin 500 every single year, I think that'll matter to him. I think that matters to the Pittsburgh Steelers. You put Kirk Cousins on this Pittsburgh Steelers roster with, you know, that wide receiver trio if they all return, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, and Juju Smith-Schuster, Najee Harris in the backfield, and then, of course, Donnie, a defense that features one of the premier defensive players in the entire sport and T.J. Watt and a number of good other pieces around him. Probably going to be above 500 again, Donnie. I think I like the move for Cousins and the Steelers because I think they can strike first and maybe not pay too much. No, and, and I think your point is valid here because you're trying to take a look at, you know, what the – if Kirk Cousins goes, okay, I have a list of teams I want to go to. Is there a quarterback mm -hmm. that would say, I'm not going to Pittsburgh? Why? Because they have one of those stable organizations in football, an unbelievable head coach, and also the wherewithal to say, well, what are you stepping into? You're going to have a good defense. You're going to have a good home field advantage. But more importantly, I'm going to give you wide receivers. Let's just say Juju Smith-Schuster comes back next year. Three legitimate wide receivers, a decent young tight end, a very good young running back. And, oh, yeah, we're going to get you maybe a, new, a guard or an offensive tackle in the draft to help protect you. Who wouldn't want to go to the Steelers? Because it's not as if, you know, you're saying, we're going to make a trade here. Oh, Kirk Cousins. The best deal we could get is a fourth-round pick. Congratulations, you're going to Houston. He's like, what am I going to do here? So him going from all those mm -hmm. offensive weapons in Minnesota, now flipping it over to Pittsburgh Steelers, he's not walking into a franchise that's in complete upheaval. It's one of the most stable franchises in the history of the NFL. If I'm a quarterback and I go there, you know what they're going to do? They're going to put their best foot forward to make sure I can succeed. Now, the one thing that I do think that needs maybe a little bit of an upgrade is, and it may have been a big proponent here of why Ben Roethlisberger was still the quarterback, was the offensive actual concept of what they're doing. And when I say Big Ben Roethlisberger, maybe he just couldn't make the throws and he was like, dude, what are we going to do? Sit the guy down? We don't have anybody behind him. So if he wants to just throw jump ball after jump ball, what else are we going to do here? If you get a better offensive philosophy and there was a quarterback that can deliver the football, which in the regular season Kirk Cousins can do, that offense could move the football next year. No doubt about it to get Kirk Cousins. I think the other interesting thing, though, Donnie, with everything that you just labeled about Pittsburgh, are we shooting too low on Kirk Cousins? Again, if yeah. you're Russell Wilson, and we're talking the Giants or the Steelers, is that a is that a hard decision though, Donnie? Like, isn't it obviously Pittsburgh if you're Russell Wilson? It seems like that to me. And from a Russell Wilson perspective, right? Hey, Russ, we don't have the best offense line right now. He's like, did you ever watch me in Seattle? I can still operate, and you're going to give me those type of wide receivers. He fits in perfect in Pittsburgh, Russell Wilson, if they could ever make that happen.
it's a really interesting move. I can't wait. The one thing I do wonder is if we get that like random trade before the Super Bowl with the way that remember when that all played out with like Alex Smith? I'd love for Kirk Cousins to be on a new yeah. team before the Super Bowl. That would really set it off. All right. We'll close out hour number one of the early line after a quick break. Keep it right here on Sports. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Closing out hour number one, Derrick Henry, really excited about it. We'll talk about it a little more, certainly in hour number two. But the Super Bowl MVP markets are available right now. It's really interesting. If you're willing to bet a non-quarterback, I think you can get some real value. The interesting thing, though, and we know the fizz this fizz loves to turn into some early line and, you know, pull some great odds boost ideas from us. But, I mean, folks, we'll start, you know, sneaking into our rundown and changing stuff before we can give the info to the good people here. DRS, hot or not, Derrick Henry should be in front of Ryan Tannehill for odds to win Super Bowl MVP. This was supposed to be asked while Ryan Tannehill was 18 to 1 and Derrick Henry was 28 to 1. Well, 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 they're now both 18 to 1. Yeah, we actually had it even for a time that was 12 to 1 here for Ryan Tannehill and 28 to 1 for Derrick Henry. So you delay one day. This goes to show you how the markets are updating each and every day that you move forward. And you say to yourself, as a hot or not question, should he have been in front of Ryan Tannehill? Technically, it's usually a quarterback award, Kevin, that is given out in the Super Bowl of the winning team. Hey, this guy threw for 221 touchdown. What the running back do? 100. Uh, just give it to the quarterback, you know, more visible here. And usually the quarterback is Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes very easily to give it to. But you're looking for a Super Bowl with a Tennessee Titans team that's not, you know, the most prolific passing team. So you figure if there is a big Super Bowl game, Derrick Henry had a big deal with it being a big Super Bowl game and a big win for the Titans. So I do agree he should be higher than Ryan Tannehill. But even looking farther down the list here, Kevin, 100 to 1. A.J. Brown. So if you have Ryan Tannehill who throws for 220 yards, there's a good chance that he has 110 yards of that, Kevin. Value all the way down the board on the Titans? Interesting. Yeah, certainly. And look, here's the deal. It is a quarterback award. So is the regular season MVP. There's only one Tennessee Titan, though, that had a chance to win that. 
and it was Derrick Henry. Henry breaks the mold. And be honest with yourself. If the Titans win the Super Bowl, probably because Derrick Henry had himself a monster, monster game. Man, it would be fun to watch him run wild in a Super Bowl. 18-1, to 28-1, 12-1. Derrick Henry has a legitimate chance if the Titans do go all the way. No doubt about that. We talk divisional round yardage leaders at the top of hour number two. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.